Come one, come all. Welcome back to Shiowa. We are in episode 84. As always, I am Michael Olson alongside my good buddy, Michael Stamp, and we are joined by a special guest today, Nikki Mullen. How are we doing, Nikki? Good. How are you guys? Doing great. Doing great. Feeling recovered from last weekend. Super excited to talk to you about how that one went for you, but I'm feeling good. Feeling back to normal. Mr. Stamp, how are we doing over there? I'm good. I'm pretty tired. I got up early today. Got up early yesterday. Um, but pretty feeling pretty good. I've got my uh, wake up juice going over here. Tequila. I got some tequila going over here. What's everybody drinking? I am drinking a Valley Who by Half Acre. I'm guessing that's how it's pronounced. Do you like it better than Daisy Cutter? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it's not. It's a little more, little little pricier, but it's good. It's really good. It's got a fun can. Yeah, Daisy Cutter is like one of your top one beers. I love Daisy Cutter. I've been yeah. I've been trying to get the Bear, Bears Bar here in Des Moines. Yep. On the Daisy Cutter train. I don't know if they distribute in Iowa. Yeah, I don't know either. But they have know. yeah they have a great Half Acre has a bunch of great beers. Um, yep. And you're right, like Half Acre is like like my staple like go to beer. Like it's always kind of in my fridge. Like when it's I was like in your, Des Moines, it was the Des Moines IPA. I was gonna say it's um, like your Confluence, your Des Moines IPA. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, we like to mix it up every every once in a while. You know, keep the taste buds on their toes, so to speak. Yeah. Spe- so speaking of, I want to th- say this before I forget it. Talking about distribution, when we were in Geneva a couple weeks ago, we were at uh, the Saveway on on Route 38, Olson, mm-hmm. and they had Exile beer. Oh, really? Which I didn't Ten, know. Right? What? What? They had tons of it, didn't they? They had like four different wow. four different kinds, which I didn't know that they that Exile distributed outside of I. Iowa. So my sister Molly really likes the um, uh, the sour beer. I don't know, Beatnik sour. Okay. So I bought yeah. her all three six packs that they had. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Exile Exile making moves. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki, what are you I, drinking? I do miss Exile. I, I love oh, my last place that I lived right across the street. Um, yeah. Ever hungover, could just order like to go and just pick it up chicken and walk. Fingers. Yes, chicken exactly. Fingers. It's it's Those dangerous. Chicken bites they have delicious. Yeah, delicious. Anyways, getting back to more important things. I know we wanted to have Nikki on the podcast. She ran her first ever race at the mm-hmm. Earth Day uh, race. You did a fifteen point six miler. Is that correct? Apple Watch says fifteen point seven five. Okay, you went at fifteen point seven five. You went fifteen point seven five. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. Cool. Because you got to well, factor in not running the direct route. You got to factor in walk, going to the bathroom, getting water, all that, all that stuff yep. going to your car. Yep. And it all counts. Absolutely, it all counts. counts. So like, we have a lot of questions, and Same. kind of get into. The, I have a lot of questions for myself. <laughs> so, like you said, first race you've ever done, yep. trail race, you know, over a half marathon. So I guess you know the first question is, you know, how did you get into running? Are you relatively, you know. You kind of dabbled in, in it for a while, but you decided to do a long race, do a trail race, so to speak. But give us your, I guess, your first, your running background and how you got into running in the first place. Yep. Um, I'm still not a runner. Um, Wrong. I, you're a runner. <laughs> if you I, run, you're a runner. <laughs> I was always like a fast, like a leadoff hitter in softball, right? Like, but that was my running experience it was just, I like running the bases and softball seriously like that was my um experience in like that's all the only time I ran or like tennis laps um so I've always been fast from home to first and that's it um and then I seriously didn't run ever 
Um, and I don't know. I like to work out. I like to be active. I like to play a lot of sports and you guys run. Um, and honestly, the first time where I was like, oh shit, I can do this is when you guys were out at raccoon and I like ran a lap with you. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, I can run another lap with you. Yeah. Yep. And I never run a 5k distance. So a lap at raccoon river is a 5k. I'd never run a 5k distance. And what, that was maybe like three years ago, two years ago. Yeah. That was when we were training for badger. So that would have been 2019. So about two years ago. Yeah. So I just like went out there and I was, I felt like I was in very good shape at the time and just thought like, Hey, you know, sure. I'll just try it out. If you guys leave me, I'll just like walk the rest of the way, whatever. And then I finished and I was like, do another lap. And it's not too bad. Uh, that was my first 5k and first, you know, 10k, if you want to put it that way, ever like running. I'm not sure I ever, ever knew that. I'm not sure I knew that, that, that first lap was your first 5k. And I mean, that's, I mean, running wise. And obviously, like you said, you're very active. I feel like you're like the most active in sports, like any, anyone I know, you're always doing intramural something, whether it's kickball or pickleball you had before we, 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 we got on this call tonight. So you're always doing something. So you certainly are always active, but I had no idea that was your first 5k ever just a couple of years ago when we randomly ran at Raccoon. That's crazy. Okay. That's news to me. Michael, do you know that? I, I don't think so. I I feel like at the time you probably brought it up because now that you're saying it again, it sounds like familiar that you hadn't run before, but I guess like Olsen said, I mean, you've, and like you, you've said you've always been active and doing sports. So I just assumed that you'd, I don't know, at some point run a 5k or run a 10k or a half marathon or something. Never. But so, so you did that and obviously you, you know, that was two (laughs) years ago. So you went from doing a 5k to, you know, I think you did a 10k that day and then did you start running more or was it just kind of something you did you know occasionally or so well, how do we bridge that gap from 2019 to running you know almost 16 miles a couple weeks ago <laughs> yeah so I think um I actually love running with you know you guys Nate Alex whoever's around when you're running your long distances because I'm I unless I really start training hard I'm not going to be someone who can run a sub 10 minute mile consistently like I can run one or two miles um, under 10 minutes, but not long distances. So I really enjoy going out, even though it hasn't happened too much, but I enjoy going out with you guys when you are doing those slower paces, because that that's where I can live in those slower paces. Um, but otherwise, um, still don't run a lot. I have a couple friends training for a half marathon here this weekend actually is when the, their half marathon is the Des Moines women's half. Mm-hmm. That's and a great that yeah. finishes at, at, at the Jasper Winery. Is that right? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Um, so that's Saturday, this Saturday. And uh, they were training and were like, hey, does anyone want to come out and train? And so I was like, well, I'll just come with you. I'm not running it. Um, and then I was like, oh, okay, I'm in running shape again, you know. And that's this race came up. And I was like, sure. <laughs> awesome. I do so, want to back up and say yep, there yep. is no such thing. I mean, you said slower pace. So that's all relative. So if you run with a group of people who run six minute miles, that's normalized. And if you run people who run eight minute miles, that's normalized. Yeah. Yep. Ten minutes is not slow. So I just nope. want to say that first of all. Well, so you you I mean it's it's all relative. It's all yeah, relative. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's awesome. So then you, that just like obviously kind of just popped up when I think it was in the group chat that Michael and I were 
kind of out of the blue running the the 50k and i think you yeah. have obviously a family in, in crystal lake and you just like totally just jumped out of, like, right away you're like yeah let's do it so kind of what made you want to just do that was just like oh it'll be an opportunity to see family and like do something fun outside with like friends or like what made you jump on a you know a 15.6 exactly mile trail run you know trail running is hard um and do you think that was like some yeah. like just didn't know what you're getting yourself into kind of thing we're like yeah sure let's do it no, it was exactly what you said. I love getting to go see my family. All my cousins were really close. And what the fuck? Okay, now it's going. Now it's going. Okay, go oh, ahead. Nikki. lovely. We just experienced some issues with my computer. <laughs> Never happens. Nikki, go on. You were just telling us about how much, uh, how close your family is. Yeah. So any opportunity I get to go down and see them um, is great. And I liked that it was three five mile laps so i was like okay i can do five miles right and i kind of the whole time was like i think the second lap's going to be the hardest because if i make it through 10 miles then like i'm not going to give up on the last right. five mm -hmm. i'll walk the yep. last five if i have to um so i i just sort of was like oh, i can do that and i like competitive that's all. a good mentality that's at all so yeah <laughs> and no, that's i'm not, I'm not no, that's a that's a really good mentality to have um just like hey thinking about how you know you can break it into chunks and i think that's something that we talked about chunking yep. out the race and with a looped race it's easy to do and then even going in knowing that oh if you finish 10 or two laps you can walk the third and you'll be right. fine yep. yeah and i liked honestly it was appealing that i was out there with the 50k because it was like oh i'm just like right in the thick of things but i'm running fast <laughs> Yep. Exactly. So, so then this was your first race, your first trail Ever. race. How did you, how did you kind of like prepare like mentally, physically, did you ramp up your, your runs at all? You know, take us through the mindset of deciding to do this and then, oh shit, I have a month to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I ran, let's see, I ran six miles seven and a half miles and like four miles with my friends training for the half. Um, and then I ran a couple times on my own two miles, like as fast as I could just to try and like, you know, knock out a couple fast runs. Mm. And, um, my knee was really giving me a lot of issues and my knees kind of on are on and off. And so I, my plan was to run two miles a day for like the two weeks leading up to the race because of that, I mean, I really hadn't prepared otherwise. I was like, okay, well I can run seven and a half miles so I can run 15. Um, I mean, we were at that point, right? I yeah, signed up like three weeks right. before. You didn't like have time to, you know, prepare yeah, in the way that you prepare for you yeah. three months. So the, right. The longest run you'd done before this 15.6 was seven and a half. Right. Which was the longest run at that point that I had done. Okay. Right. Like about half. Yep. Yeah. Um, which was on like paved trails, um, in, I don't know, about probably five weeks before the race. Okay. So before I had signed up, um, okay. so I knew I could do that and I was like, okay, well really, I just want to like build some endurance up, but then my knee was really hurting me. And I just thought to myself, well, Nikki, you already gave yourself only three weeks. So, um, I didn't run at all. Then once my knee started hurting, I was like, it's going to be better. If my knee starts hurting a mile into this race, it's going to be miserable. So right. my best bet was, you know, with, with signing up when I did was just like, 
well, I'm just going to let my body recover because I think I run best when I'm in better, like, recovered condition. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's like, that's actually the perfect thing you could have done. Yep. Like, yeah. It's like, you know, you have three weeks to go. You can basically have one week to kind of build your base, so to speak. And then you, you, know, you got to take kind of a couple of weeks to kind of feel fresh for, you know, the, the, the race days. I think that's the best thing you could have done was like, okay, I'm just going to feel as best as I can physically um, and hope that it goes well. And my meat doesn't hurt. And it sounds like it went, you know, pretty well. And I think one of the benefits I want, I'm curious to know your thoughts on the fact that it is a trail. And I don't know yeah. what your issues are, but it's a little softer than, you know, running on concrete or pavement. What were your, what were your, you know, maybe before we get into the, the specifics of the trail, mm-hmm. like, I guess, br- bring us through kind of like, you know, race day or the night before and kind of going into the race. And what was your initial thoughts kind of that first loop? Um, so take me like through the night before through that first loop, kind of what your state of mind was and kind of what you were thinking through that process. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I love listening to you guys and how you prepare and just like in our text messages and also your podcast, I love just like all like the food you pack and all that stuff. So, I mean, I seriously remember at raccoon when you guys were stopping by your cars and just like eating salt and drinking Gatorade and <laughs> pretty much I just, that's hilarious. Just, some, just like but a Morton I, salt packet just directly. I think I had like a Jimmy John sandwich too. My yes, Jimmy John. <laughs> we probably look crazy so, too eating a Jimmy John yeah, sandwich and then heading back out on the trail. I loved it. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, so I totally, I felt super prepared. You guys were great. I mean, Kyle too, like I asked you guys for advice and I was kind of like, Oh, shit I'm running 15 miles like that's not that's not just like going out in the morning one of the things Nate said was okay I think it was Nate you know the most you run is seven and a half think about how you felt when you finished that yeah you have to be prepared to run that again when you're finished when that with that first half Mm -hmm. so I just like honestly took everything you guys said and researched a lot like and tried to over-prepare and I totally was over-prepared. Um, I had a lot of snacks and I found out that I couldn't eat while I ran basically at all. Um, it's a learned, <laughs> um, not a learned skill, thing. but you have to try. It's like, that's something where it, it, take, it does take practice and you have to get used to it because it's yeah. an uncomfortable you know, feeling. I have a friend who's running her first half this, this weekend actually in, yeah. in St. Charles, Michael. And she was asked, she called me yesterday kind of mean like, kind of not, not in a panic, but she was just like, I have questions. Like, can I just like call you versus like just texting you and talk about it for a little while. And she was asking about like, I don't, I've never eaten anything, but I usually get tired around like, you know, mile 10. Like, should I eat goose like during the race? And like, I don't know if it's going to hurt my stomach. Like, does it hurt? Does food hurt your stomach? I'm like, first of all, I wouldn't do anything. You don't, you haven't, you would never don't do anything new on race day. That's, yep. that's what everyone, that's the first piece of information I can give you. But also I'm the worst person you could ask if food bothers my stomach. Cause now <laughs> I just have like an ironclad stomach yep. at this point in my running career. It's like, Throw a pizza down there. Throw a quesadilla down there. It doesn't matter what it is. Pizza, grilled cheese, hot dogs, like cookies, so, hot dogs. It is a learned All trait. It's a learned trait for sure. Yeah. Um, I actually so I bought these like energy gummies on a very like whim two days before, and I tried some on Friday just to make sure my stomach was okay. And I will if I run again. I will have those with me. They were perfect they didn't upset my stomach but they did give me like a burst of energy good big fan of those um i had water and i switched to powerade um 
at one point and that made a big difference. Uh, and I would definitely carry salt tabs because my hands and feet blew up. Yeah. Yeah. So on the more than I ever anticipated. Yeah. Yes. On, on the Powerade comment too, you're probably more used to drinking Powerade or Gatorade than you are eating. And I feel like that can really help replenish yeah. your, you know, replenish your fluids more so than water can. Like water salt. can quench, yeah. quench your thirst, but it can only do so much if you're not right. eating also. Uh, and that's part of the learning process. I mean, it's your first one. Yeah, obviously, you did great. You finished. And part of those, you kind of piece the puzzle together. You know, you mm-hmm. learned that you need salt tabs on, you know, lap two or wherever it was in the race. Yeah. And you learned that. Earlier you know, than I took them. <laughs> yeah, right. And then, yeah, that's, that's part of like just piecing the puzzle together where like, then you, you know, if you want to do that at a 15 miler again or go back to the same race, you can know you, you kind of, you know, okay, on lap two, I need to take this. And I like these gummies that are like, you know, feel good in my stomach. They don't bother me. So it's just part of the process of kind of piecing things together. And, um, you know, I think you've probably heard Michael and I in the group chat talk about, I love like Pringles and like chips and like salt and stuff. And he likes different things. So it's, it's different for everyone. So that's exciting to know that like, okay, you found these like gummy, gummy energy yeah. things that I've never tried in my life. I would never be able to recommend that to you, but you found it and it works for you. So mm-hmm. I think that's part of the running like puzzle. You got to piece together for, you know, each, each, mm-hmm. each individual person like Michael runs in flat shoes. I run it in a big heel to toe drop. So it's like, it's different for everybody. Yeah. What, what shoes did you wear since we're on the topic of flat boys and thick boys? Uh, How do I say them? Hoka's? Yes. I didn't know that. You're part of the thick game. Michael is is the solo flat boy in our group. And he's like trying to acquire some more flat boys. I just want like uh, one or two. When I see, when I see an ultra in the wild, I go, I go nuts. I feel like Hoka's are more common. You commented on the, during the race. You called them out. You're like flat boy gang. Ultras. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) And they're like, what? Like you're an idiot. They're just shoes. I for sure need to be fitted. Like, yeah, I, um, if I ran again, I would definitely go get fitted. And I brought three pairs of shoes because that was a big concern for me was like, if I get a lap around and these are awful, I'm going to switch. Yeah. Otherwise I have their armor shoes and just like gym shoes. Yeah. And the nice thing about this small, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say the nice thing about this course was it was it was trail and it was technical but it wasn't one it wasn't muddy it was pretty runnable so your shoes like didn't get destroyed or anything yeah and it's not like it was like crazy rocky where you know you're you know you needed like a pair of you didn't need a pair of trail shoes for this for this race which was nice um that's a good move too though bringing like backup shoes just because you you really never know and especially for a you know a first trail race and a longer trail race that's you know props to you (laughs) I want, so what was I want, I want take us through maybe like the first lap so you, you get there you, you know you're you got the, I'm sure you got the the pre-race butterflies a little bit you know you're with a bunch of people that you don't know and the gun goes off and you start kind of settling in and you go up that kind of around that pond and up the stairs the first time and then you get on the trail and you're going up and down and around what was your first kind of lap like maybe take us through that and kind of what you were thinking through that process yeah. Um, so I know you guys, your advice, um, I was the eight thirty start time. You guys were at seven o'clock. Um, so you were overlapping at that point and I was starting by myself. Um, and it was a smaller group, like 20, 25 people. Um, and I know that you guys said like, start slow and then go slower. Um, and I thought that was really great advice for me as well. Pacing's tough. Like that's something it you is. just have to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I totally did that. And I was at the very back of the group and 
even though in my head I was like, this is fine, this feels fine. I was like, oh my God, I'm at the back of the last start group. Like, <laughs> holy crap. Um, so there was a mental game for me from the very beginning because that's a weird spot, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Sure. It's it's a weird place to be. And you see one thing, you, you don't know what other people are running. You don't know if they're going to try yeah. to set a PR, you know, unless you're talking to them beforehand. Um, and you also don't know if they're inexperienced. So if you see people bolt out, you know, not having done it before, you easily right. could have been like, oh, well, that's what they're doing. I should do that too. So again, I mean, big, ups, had... big ups to you for, for sticking to what you, you know, what you thought you should be doing. Cause that's, Definitely. that's tough. It's hard. It is. And I mean, we all have, we all have egos. We're all competitive. Like we all want to yeah. like, you know, kick the person's ass next to us. So yeah, but props to you for like, that's, I think. That's hard. You know, props to you. Cause it is hard. And especially for like your first one, you always want to kind of like come out of the gate hot and like you know, run fast and kind of, you know, blow by people, but to have like that, you know, controlled and not do that is impressive. I, I, I did that poorly at the first, like three races I did. I just like, okay, start out fast. And then you just fade the entire time, which yeah. is not fun either. So my, my first race, I ran pie the first aid station. I just didn't stop. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't need anything. Yeah. Idiot. Right. Exactly. So stupid. Exactly. Okay. So you start, you, yep. you, you fade back, you're feeling good. Take us through that next process. Yep. Um, I got to the stairs and I was like, fuck those stairs. Yeah. I, I'm Too like brutal. trying to censor myself. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I couldn't believe that was real life, but, um, I was like, Oh, I, I like run the Capitol stairs. I can like run these stairs. On my second stairs, I turned to the person by me and I was like, those were easier the first time. Yep. <laughs> so I could not believe that those stairs were where they were. And then we were like still kind of going uphill right after that, if I remember correctly. Yeah, a yep. little bit uphill and then you broke to the left and then yep. dipped and then Got the trail. Yep. Oh, you guys know it. <laughs> well, when you run it six, run it six times, times, I guess you got to get familiar. <laughs> so, and um, there were so many like volunteers out there uh for that first lap i know like there were still volunteers the whole time right but the first lap there's more um and i was like oh my god i'm the last one past all these people but like i was like thanking all of them thank you thank you thank you like how am i still running uphill right now um but then once i was like a mile in i was thinking to myself like hey i'm feeling really good right now i didn't have headphones in or anything um I was just running and I was like kind of doing a body scan. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, my knees don't hurt. My feet don't hurt. Like the fanny pack I'm carrying feels all right. The water bottle feels all right. And I was kind of like, as I was running that first lap, I kept kind of checking in with myself and being like, okay, I'm still feeling good. I'm still feeling good. And back to those like night before jitters, whatever, what you're worried about. My biggest fear was that my knee would hurt or my, my shoes, something like I didn't want like my knee to be the reason that I didn't finish. Right. Mm-hmm. Or to just start hurting a mile in. So as that first lap was really just like a lot of body scans of like, okay. And then you guys also were like, Hey, walk the Hills. And I looked at the course multiple times beforehand and i'm thinking like okay around mile three or so there looks like a big hill from the from the map not from being out there yeah so i'll probably walk then i'm like a mile in and i'm walking and i'm like this can't be right 
Yeah. Um, but there was just more uphill, like legitimate uphill, not just like a couple steps uphill. Um, gosh, there's one I'm really thinking of that was kind of earlier on that every time I got to it, I kept being like, oh, I can probably run it. And then you could not run it. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was a lot of them. There were, there yeah. were quite a few where like, I know later on in our race, whenever we came across it, we just kind of joked around like, oh no, we have to stop and walk again. <laughs> But yeah, there were yeah. quite a few, there were on each loop quite a few times where it was like, this is a serious like hill, you know, nothing crazy, but it's like, I'm not running that. And you know? like hands on knees is kind of like, yeah, yeah, get yourself up it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, we did that, I think from lap maybe three, three on maybe probably two, part of two, two. Yep. I mean, we ran, ran the entire one the first time and then we were like, okay, we had a long ways to go. Let's, you know, be smart and walk the hill. So we, we, I do that in every single race. Yep. Well, right. hills are just built in walk breaks. Right. <laughs> And it was, I mean, it is hard for me. I, I like to be good at things. So I'm like, you didn't train for this race. I mean, realistically, I didn't train. So the fact that I could finish it was the accomplishment here. And I had to keep reminding myself right. that like, I'm not, I should not go out there and like expect to beat people who trained and who do races more often. So, um, for me, the accomplishment had to just be in finishing it. And that was like a big thought in my head because that's a, a bit of a change from like wanting to beat other people. Mm -hmm. Definitely. <laughs> so running different. Yeah. And that'll yeah. be probably different from, you know, that was a trail experience too. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're totally different environments from a trail race. If you, do, if you ever do like a, you know, a Drake relays, you know, half, half, uh, half marathon, like that'll be a totally different vibe than like a. Uh, a trail race you did like they're just be totally different so i'd be very interested to hear if and when you decide to do something different how you know how a trail compares to like a road race or something like that because they are very different and i think that you know if in not that you know you had you know this this grand goal to like you know run the whole thing or do you know set a pr or anything like that and if you were like you know if you, someone saw you out there frustrated because you weren't hitting that pr they would probably like you know ask how you're doing because that's just kind of the vibe of an ultra trail mm -hmm. race community so um the fact that you were able to kind of keep that goal in mind and kind of, and kind of keep, you know, positive self-talk is, is impressive. And something I have not done in, you know, like I said, the first number of races I did, I was always like, Oh, why didn't I go faster? Why did I do this wrong? Why did I do that? And I think it takes away from like enjoying the process too. Yep. So perhaps to you for kind of having that, that outlook the entire time. It's tough, but uh, that was really, I figured how I had to go about it. And I honestly, after how good I felt in the trail race versus how I felt after seven and a half miles on a pavement, just like training run. I don't know that like those kinds of races, I, I think I would do trail again. I mean, it yeah. just felt a lot better on my body, even though you are doing those uphills and downhills with gravel and stuff, it still felt better. Yeah. yeah. But on, on a day like we had, I had this as a note later, yeah. that was, that was probably the best trail race that you'll ever run just in terms of like, <laughs> it was a perfect day. It was, it was a very well done event, a good mix of ups and downs. There was some nice coverings, you know, plenty of runnable. Yeah. Um, and I say that tongue in cheek, obviously, but I think it was a really good, like introductory race, yeah. um, kind of because of that, you know, you were able to, to move, you were able to keep going. You were able to run when you wanted to run, you're able to walk. Um, again, the, the, the ornery mule does a great job kind of, you know, putting a, a race on, but yeah, I mean, we're super supportive obviously of trail races and trail racing i wish there were more options for shorter distance you know trail races um obviously there, there's some out there but 
I think that the perfect one is, you know, the Iowa trail race series yeah. that Kyle, Kyle does. I mean, yeah. that's, that's got like five K's, 10 K's half marathon stuff. So that's a great option. Yeah. And it um, introduces you, know. you to local trails too, which is fantastic. You know, I mean, we've got being in, De- in Des Moines too. I mean, there's so many great small, you know, not small trails, but you know, you can do a 5k trail, you know, at, at, yeah. at, at uh, center trails or Greenwood or go to Brown's woods or mm-hmm. wherever there's so many like, or Walnut woods. There's a bunch of like close ones that are um, super accessible to you and you can do a 5k and go out for 30 minutes or whatever, or half hour. Yeah. Know, 45 minutes whatever so did you ever uh, anyways go ahead so go ahead no nope, oh. nope, did ahead. you ever make it out to Demons? i know you asked me about running at Demons woods so no that okay. was um that was when i decided i just don't need to run anymore. oh sure to <laughs> keep your knee alive <laughs> keep it from yeah. being too destroyed yeah yeah so even i guess outside of like the, the pounding and the how your knees feel and everything what were your thoughts in terms of like, you know, the scenery? Obviously, you're not running in, you know, in a neighborhood. You're kind of running in, in the woods. Was that enjoyable or are you kind of like, whatever, I just want to run this and do this and, you know, know I can do it um, and check the box? Or did you enjoy like the running in like pine trees? I didn't know that you probably know that that was there from from like having family in Crystal Lake. But I felt like I was in northern Minnesota mm-hmm. or like Wisconsin. Yeah. I did not feel like I was an hour from Chicago. So, yeah, I guess that's where they did a lot of their cross country meets was there. Um, oh, awesome. <laughs> so cool. That's so cool. <laughs> but um, I liked it a lot. I felt I never really felt bored. I felt myself being like, okay, trying to figure out like, do I remember what's next? Oh, it's this hill or whatever. Like I was trying <laughs> to remember. Um, no, I liked I liked it a lot. I felt um, I never felt like bored. Like yeah. get this yeah. over. And I feel like that's that's a common like like thing for people to say when they're they're getting into running is like i just don't like it because it's boring and it's like it's right. not fun so that's why i prefer i mean trail race i feel like I'm, my brain is always yeah moving mm-hmm. like I'm always, okay where's the route like i'm going uphill i'm going downhill like i i have different thoughts the entire time i feel like my brain is always engaged versus if i'm going to go run straight for you know x amount of miles and i can just turn my brain off and i get i, I get bored i have to listen to a podcast mm-hmm. i have to have to, somebody there to talk to yep. when i'm running trails i feel like i'm always constantly engaged mentally which makes for me, it makes the miles fly by, and it helps when you have you have you know pretty scenery to look at too. Yeah. So did you did you meet anybody on the course that you like had a conversation with for any extended period of time? Not really. I met someone who was running um, five miles, and it was her first race as well. Cool. And we kind of like bonded over that. And I was like, Oh my gosh, are you running fifty k for your first race? She's like, No, are you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. Um, I no, I didn't really. I mean, other than just like, hey, or good job, or whatever. Um, right. Not too much. Okay. It was kind of in a weird spot because I never saw you guys out there either. I know um, we kept waiting to see you around the bend, and we just never no. did. Yeah, I feel like that half hour, you know, time. You probably started yep. when we were like just about halfway through. Yeah, and you know, depending on how fast either of us went, I mean, two and a half miles over, you know, I don't know, twelve and a half miles that you were going to travel is a lot to make up when you're not yeah. running super quick but. i thought for sure um on that like where you passed you know that little lollipop yeah lollipop, yep. yeah i thought for sure on my third lap i would see you guys i was there were a couple times where i like turned and maybe like took an extra like second at the people <laughs> behind me like is that them um but yeah no we never did, saw each other did you see dan i know you only met dan that morning He's just a super tall guy. I don't know. Because he was yeah, he, he was would, about yeah, twenty minutes ahead of us. So figure maybe on the lollipop you might have seen him on the 
out and back. I, you know, I mean, I absolutely could have, but there's nothing that stands out that makes me think that I did. Sure. Yep. Um, He's hard to miss. He's like six, 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 five. (laughs) Um, I felt like I saw the same people a couple times and I know the, I think the person who won passed me like very early, like a mile or two. Yep. (laughs) Great feeling. Great feeling. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, that lollipop was also my favorite. Like I knew, I even on Michael's that third, mm-hmm. yeah, on that third lap, I heard you guys last week. I was like, yeah, like even when I got there, I knew when that came up, I just felt good running it. I knew the distance. It just like, it gave me an extra like boost of motivation. Um, and that the the woman sitting there with the was it a unicorn hat unicorn yeah. hat and the pizza blanket <laughs> we were big fans of her yeah. the best music yep yeah like, get low was playing at one point <laughs> and i was like all in on her music but yeah i think now you can appreciate it, like whenever you see it in our group chat when we're doing like runner's math it's like so if you're doing that you're breaking you're constantly breaking things down so okay for your race you have three loops and if you, when you get halfway through the loop, you have the lollipop, and the lollipop is only one yeah. mile. And you do the lollipop, and then after the lollipop, you only have two miles to the finish line. So you start breaking things down, and it's kind yes. of it's like, okay, I've already gone 0.2 miles. In your head, you can, you can convince yourself you're almost done with the loop because you break it down enough. Where it's like, ah, we're basically almost to, done when you've gone nowhere. Yeah, so, to a point where you, you toe the line, you're like, I'm almost done with this race. It's, yeah, it's pretty, it's like, pretty okay. much done now. You know what? If I break this down, this is only, this is only one mile there's only five one mile segments in this loop. And then after that, I'll do it six more times. So if I run one mile, I'm basically almost done. Just start yes. doing stupid runner's math in your head and you mm-hmm. break things down and it makes it a lot more manageable for sure. That's for sure. Just how my brain like does everything. So, yeah. 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 but uh, no, when you, when you got back to that spot though, that was like all uphill back to the finish line. That mm-hmm. was a brutal final mile, mile and a half. Yeah. Yeah, you that go was, up and then you go down a little bit and you have to come back up. Yeah. Yeah. Even that down, there was a downhill that was tough because it was mm-hmm. like you had to like kind of hop. Yeah. Some good roots. You kind of have to leave the vomit or like kind of take your time to get down. Yeah. yeah. Olsen's a vomit guy. I'm a, I'm a, I've done that and fallen before, guys. So I've, <laughs> I'm not, I'm a, yeah. Yeah. So did you, I mean, I've definitely, Kate, I've definitely caught a root a couple times, even yeah. you're bombing it, and then you pay for it, and then you're bleeding everywhere, and you look like, yeah, a crazy person. It doesn't feel good, but not ideal. It's the only time I get to feel fast, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna bomb that shit every yeah. time. But then, hey, you know what? After you heal, you're, you know, your cuts heal, you're like, man, that wasn't too bad. It was worth, it was fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. did you, Nick? Did you kick any roots? Did you kick any rocks? Did you trip at all? Were there any close calls? Um, I was expecting worse. The worst thing that happened is at one point I did get over for a guy on my third lap on that like last mile and a half and I kicked something pretty hard um, then and that's when I was like oh that's not going to be good but I was almost done. Um, I expected worse. Okay. But maybe you... I was over cautious. Yeah. It was, How it was... Tony I was doing after that? Uh, two are very much gone. There you go. <laughs> well, hey, well, there you go. The, welcome you're to the club. Actually, <laughs> a runner, prestigious uh, club. I think I sent y'all that video. Oh yes, it was. You're it, was a, it was a thank a, you. A good thing to get while you're eating breakfast. Unexpected, on a Monday <laughs> unsolicited. But I hey, felt like very, very I much felt appreciated. like you guys were like semi-responsible for 100%. it. Hundred percent. Oh, no, one hundred percent. It was welcomed. It was welcomed. <laughs> I mean, I've sent so many gross videos to this now. I think I sent like my gross ass like blood blister that i had in my on my toe 
to that. So it was, it was, I mean, if anything, I was the one that was the asshole. I started the process. So it was more than enough warranted. <laughs> um, two toenails are down. Um, and then I had a pretty good blister on my middle toe and I played pickleball last Tuesday in the same shoes I ran in, which was probably not a great idea. And the blister came back. And I mean, yep. that blister was about mm. the size of my toe itself. So um, that was pretty bad. It maybe shouldn't have played pickleball. I don't know. Eh. Um, but I six toes. six toes. Yeah. Otherwise, um, we're good. They'll grow back. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's such a good mentality to have, and yeah. it's kind of it's kind of weird at first when you actually lose them, because like this isn't natural. But you know, as long as the skin <laughs> underneath isn't super tender, it's okay. And then even then, when it is, it's like a day or two, and then it's fine. Yeah. It just Michael, I don't I don't have that problem for knock on wood. But Michael is, has he'd be the guy to turn to if you ever need advice on losing toenails. Yeah. I don't know I've only that. lost my big toenails. I've never I have other toenail problems, but I've during for from racing I'm I've only lost my big toenails. Yeah, it's perfect. Um yeah. it gets super nasty and uh I don't know, disclaimer kind of puke warning, but it gets like sometimes underneath it gets like kind of green and disgusting and like the toenails dead and then you have to like rip it off. So I yeah. mine when I've had problems, it's like a week to two weeks after the fact I have to just go in and take it off myself. Cause the toenails dead. It just gets disgusting. Yeah. yeah that sounds disgusting. Yeah. And a puke warning. Yeah. You did, you did give, you did give it a puke warning. So that's, that, that is fair. I did. And I said, that end. So yeah. puke warnings over. Yeah. So I guess, okay. So you, you, you know, you're in your third lap, you're going up that last hill, you're a mile away. Mm-hmm. Um, what'd you kind of feel as you were kind of, you know, going around the baseball field and heading towards down the grass, kind of what were your, what was your sense of accomplishment? Like, was it a relief? What were you feeling as you, as you kind of crossed the finish line? I'm assuming that was Hillary there to, to see you finish. Yes. Awesome. So oh my God. Hillary being there, she, I saw her on my second lap as I was finishing my second lap into my third. And I, I feel like Hillary, like saw all the sides of me i was like i gotta take these clothes off i need salt tabs that was like at the end of my second lap because stanfa i did the same thing you did i blew past the aid station after my first lap but i had stuff in my pack i had plenty of water there's aid station on the course Mm -hmm. and um i kind of didn't know where the aid station was to be honest like i knew the general area but when I didn't see it immediately, I just kept going. Like sure. I knew it was in those tents, but I just didn't quite like make your first one yeah. too. So yeah. you don't like, know how it works. Yeah. Yep. And like, it's not, you're, you're right though. In that, like the, the aid, like the, the people who are working in the aid station aren't facing you as you came out. Right. You had to kind of come across, come in front of yep. them. And I don't know if you like went down the hill first and then yep. like went off or Unless what the I deal was. The yeah, you're not going back up. No, yeah, absolutely yep. not. It's like, you can and wait the, yeah basically what happened right and i i was okay like if i needed to turn around but i didn't um but yeah when i saw hillary it was just sort of like and i kind of got nervous like can i go to my car if i need to go to my car can i go to the bathroom what do i do so when i saw her even though she didn't like it didn't mean anything i mean she was like very encouraging but i was like okay i'm going to the bathroom i'm taking these clothes off i need salt tabs (laughs) Like it sort of was just like uh 
reality check. Like, I don't know why, but it was just such a relief to see someone. I hadn't seen you guys, you know. Yeah. Familiar um, faces are nice, though. Like, there's there's incredibly. no no no, mm-hmm. no denying that at all. Like, even if it's just a, hey, great job, or how are you doing, or whatever. Yeah, especially if you're not feeling great. If you're like, you know, it just a, it's a morale boost for sure. I think even it, just if you, when you go past an aid station or see somebody that's like they're like cheering you on, just gives you an instant like boost of energy for mm-hmm. sure. It totally was. And I was like stuck in my, uh, you know, that like Under Armour mock turtleneck. I was like <laughs> stuck trying to get it off. It was just like I was a little bit of a mess. Um, <laughs> but I got back out there and then I saw her again, obviously, right when I was finishing. And it's so funny because I always like, why don't people just run through the finish line? Like, just run. Like, it's not that hard. You're about to finish. And I was at the softball fields, like where that water fountain was. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is too far to run. I'll run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, see I was it. like light jogging, but, yeah. um, but the weird thing was, I don't think anyone knew I was finishing, like no one from the race. Uh, oh, so, sure. Um, the, it was actually the most anticlimactic thing I've ever done. Uh, I ran through and then that no there's not a word no one knew there was no one i just like walked back by hillary because she was like a little up um sitting on one of those picnic tables but like i felt amazing it's a it like that was cool i don't it's not often like you know you accomplish something individually that you're really proud of yourself for Mm, at least so that was super cool i don't want to discount that but there wasn't this like big cheering section. <laughs> right. No one yeah. knew. And in, 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 in life defense of, of the trail running scene. Oh yeah. A lot of time. No. And, and I know, and I know that's what you were saying. <laughs> it's just like, kind of that's what ultra running is in a sense where it's like somebody like you'll have like four people clapping and then it's like, all right, where's my beer. And then that's kind of what it is. Everyone's like, yeah, great job. Awesome job, dude. Like here's your, like, your, your metal made out of like string and yarn and like a couple of toothpicks. And like, we'll see you again next year. And like, yep. maybe here's a beer. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely not like the I same, like, you know, marathon experience or anything like that. But hopefully the next race you do is it's, it's obviously like, that's the distance. That's the goal. And when you finish, right. that, everyone can cheer for who is, who is there to cheer and you get that moment. Cause that is definitely a fun, a fun, unique experience that yeah. you were kind of deprived of this, this time around. It's, yeah. it's really, it was actually kind of cool to just like know how good you, like I felt about it myself and I didn't right. need any of that, exactly. but it was different. Um, also, uh, props to hillary because when i sat down on that picnic bench and she was like i'll go get your cooler what do you need because i was like a little disoriented like i felt fine but questions weren't registering in my head for a few seconds like i just was firing on all cylinders and um i didn't know what was gonna be there when i took my socks off i my feet didn't hurt Mm -hmm. so when i took my socks off I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> it's a scary I, feeling because you know, like, it's it's like the what's the the cat thing? Like, is the cat in the box or not? You don't know until you you don't know how bad your feet are until you take them off. So you just put them off. Analogy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. There's before. a cat. It's yes, like a, it's called a cat in the box. Schrodinger's uh, Schrodinger's yeah. cat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. But props to Hill for like just like being um a witness to my post race like everything fortunately for her she's not her first go around she's kind of been correct she's kind of seeing it all at this point i suppose correct (laughs) and it was so it was super nice for us as we were coming finishing our fifth and then finish our sixth obviously 
So I think you had finished your, your race by then. So you were sitting yep. with Hillary and we got to, I don't know, give you a high five or like say hello yeah. or, you know, whatever, see what's up. And, um, that was super positive. I know for you know, me and Olsen, it, again, like Definitely. I said, it's always nice to see one familiar face, two familiar faces twice as good. And again, yeah, the fact that you were like feeling good, like you were like, you looked yeah. good. You know, super, I was like, like you didn't seem like you were like, That was like, that made me feel so good. Cause I think, I think for Michael and I, I think that anyone that running the first race, like anything, anyone that like is like into running can just hope that when somebody runs their first race, that it's like a good positive experience. Like the weather's great. You want it to be a great, so they had fun. They want to do it again versus being like, you know, horrible weather and having a terrible experience being like, fuck running. I'm never doing that shit again. So like, like <laughs> Michael said earlier, the fact that it was like great weather, we have to do it as a group, even though we didn't get to run together throughout yeah. the race um, was a super cool um, experience. And I think that uh, Michael and I talked about it last week, but that was one of the, my favorite races I've, I've done. And oh, yeah. whether yeah. it's running or triathlon or anything, it's, it's, it was a great, uh, a great day. I was super well put on. And the fact that we all got to do it together was like super, super cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I felt good. I was very surprised by feeling good other than my feet. And I've never cheered so loud for people racing because like once I finished, I was like, oh, I have so much more respect for these people. Like, not that I didn't, but it's just like, it's different. It's yeah, a, it puts it in perspective for sure. Exactly. I know those hills. I just ran them. <laughs> yeah. yep. You did it double my, double the amount. So, so if we know that like, you you like the lollipop portion, yep. what was like your least favorite? Did you dread any portion? Was it like the stupid little half pipe thing that you had to do? Uh, <laughs> no, that was no. like the up and down. Like what was like the like the thing that you were like, oh shit, I got this thing coming up. Um, I mean, you guys would probably know, but there was a hill toward near the end, probably what like four and a half miles in. It was like gravelly uphill. You were kind of going. Well, oh my God, that one hill was awful too. Guys, just all those hills. At the <laughs> there was that gravelly section that was like after um, the lollipop and you kind of went around yep. for like another half, a little, little further than you went up the gravel hill. Oh, yeah, like the and, gravel like road up, not road. And then there was the more. Yep. So once you pass yeah. the, the volunteer, and then you go left. yep, yep, yep. You yep. pass the volunteer and that was uphill. And then you kind of like, so if you're going past her uphill, then you kind of gar turn, make a left, and there's another uphill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then actually, one spot that just really pissed me off was you finally go downhill and you get to that kind of like mulchy path, and mm -hmm. you're on it's like a wider mulch path, right? Before you make like a 90 degree left and then another 90 degree left. Remember that spot? I'm probably not. You could, there was like a big house. Um, uh, it's pretty near the end. Okay. 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 You guys would totally know it. I'm so. just not. Yeah. Very well. I think so. Yeah. You kind of like you do all those big hills, and then you come downhill, and then you get to this wider mulchy path. I mean, I passed like a couple people just walking their dogs and stuff over there. Yeah. Okay. And at that point, you kind of are through a lot of the hills, and you should be like good to run. And every time I got to that spot and was like, okay, I can run now. I was dead from the hills behind me and I yeah. walked that every time. And I was like so mad at myself because I should have been able to run it, but I kind of needed to just walk for a little bit. So randomly it was flat. And that was my least favorite spot because I just felt like, God, I could run this. And then I just never did. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That, that's, you know, you, yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. 
Like it seems like it's something that you should run. It seems like something that you should be runnable. But at that point in the race for each loop, you're just like, nah, not worth it right yeah. now. Yeah. You know? Michael and I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. There was one that was probably like a mile and a half from the finish. And it was, I think it was the biggest climb. At least it was the most difficult one for me. And then we would, out of the climb, you went right. And there was a flat section. Um, I think it was probably like yep. a mile and a half. And that, that was, was like, the most difficult climb. Yes. Yeah. And then it was like, and him and I would be like, okay, we had this flag up here and we're going to walk that even though it's flat and it is runnable. Mm-hmm. We're going to walk to that flag so we can kind of get our, our, our breath back and, and get our legs back underneath us. And then we'll start running again. Cause it is yep. like one of those things where it's like, just because you're done with the, done with the hill doesn't mean your legs are right. fresh as daisies. I mean, there's, they just took, went up that big hill. So they're, they're, they're feeling it for, you know, a good while after you finish the actual climbing of the hill. Yeah. So. And I think, I think right after that too, we got to a section where we went back into the trail and then like went pretty much straight, not straight down, but down, like down yeah. a technical trail. Yeah. It's like, this yeah. isn't good either. I'm not, I'm not excited to go tumbling down this hill. I think, but. um, that might've been the spot. There was a spot in the trail where, uh, it was after all that. And you could see the tent, like the white tent of the finish line area. But you actually took a right, yep. and that was the time where I did not take the right because I could see the tent. So right. in my head, I'm thing. like, well, running that way. And thank God, two guys. It took them like three times. They were like, "Hey, hey, are you running?" And I was like, "What?" We we did literally the same. You had we had you had to jump over thing. you had to jump over a stick. Like it wasn't a big yeah. stick. But you had to jump over. And a I log. did it. It was, it was like multiple logs. Yeah. It was like, they were like, they made like a barrier and we just like jumped over it and kept running. Same. Yeah. Yeah. And then we were like I think talking to people. I, yeah. it's, it's like you were with us because we also had people behind us yelling runners, runners, runners. And I remember <laughs> thinking, well, I wonder who missed their turn. And then yeah. eventually being like, Oh, it, it was us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and I've, I, that was the fastest I probably sprinted. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> So I'm I'm kind of curious. Olson mentioned the half pipe earlier, which I'm sure yeah. you you know what we're talking about, where it's just like straight down and then straight back up. Yeah. Um. How did you approach it? Did you like run it? Did you like super jump down? fast? Super what? I ran it as fast as I could. Um. I, because I mean, realistically, people could get stuck down there. Like, was <laughs> I getting stuck down there? Maybe not. But like, regular people out on a walk. Yeah, easily yeah. get stuck or a there. dog or something yeah I, a small dog yeah so I feel full like, speed. yeah i think the first like four laps we did too we just kind of like went down and our momentum took us up and then yeah. i think for five and six we were just like nah this is the time where i would slip and smash my face into the other side of the hill yeah <laughs> so didn't i don't break know there. that my legs could have made a sixth half pipe like three four five six it was rough like, oh you could have you could have you could have done it it's all it was rough um, so, also, apparently, that was the first that was the first year that they had introduced, or that that half pipe piece was on the course, because the Dan I don't think had seen it before, and neither had that guy Joe, one of the Joes that we maybe talked just to. Got washed out or something? Who knows? I don't Who know. Knows? Yeah. Also, good uh, thing it didn't rain because that would have been a mo- yeah huge. It would have turned into what are those races like the? It would have been like a river like the, crossing. Yeah, like a, it'd been like a yeah a tough mudder. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that exactly. would have Exactly. One, right, you get one loop and done. 4.5 and you got a mud pit to crawl through. It's like, oh, great. Okay, well, I guess <laughs> yeah. this is a 5.6 mile race, not a 30 mile race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I guess maybe the my biggest question for you is, I think it was a perfect day. It was a great day. Like, would you, if you could, would do it, would you do it again? Would, if you, you know, would you ever do another trail race? Would you want to do one that was 
you know, maybe shorter? Would you want to do a, you know, a half marathon again? Would you want to do a 15 mile again? Would you go farther? What are your, what are your thoughts at now, now that you're a couple weeks removed from the experience? Yeah. Um, I think I definitely want to stick with trail race if I do it again, just because I could absolutely tell the difference on my body. Um, I just felt a lot better after even the recovery was better than just my like four miles on pavement. I felt worse after than 15 miles on the trail. So, um, stick with trails. I don't know that I'm like looking to do any marathons or 50 Ks. Um, but I totally want to do, one with you guys or, you know, some grouping where it is those like, you know, kind of unique formats or trail we talked about. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, or just get out on another, I did go on ultra racing. Ultra sign up. up. That was a, I had that question. (laughs) Yes. You're, you're in, you're sucked in now. There's no turning back. I, um, there's like one in Omaha that's got like a 10 and a half mile. I think it doubles in distance. So I think it's like, okay. what, five, 10 and a half, 21. And then maybe, fit, I don't know. Um, and it's a trail. And I was like, okay, 10 and a half. Psh, that's easy. Easy peasy. That's how it starts, Nikki. That's how it all snowballs. <laughs> yep. We'll have, to find, we'll have to find that domino meme where I think it was yeah. um, <laughs> Candace yeah, like Burt. It's like 5Ks yeah. dominoing into 200 milers. Yeah, next thing, yeah, you're getting smashed in the back of the head with the 200 miler. Yep. You just knock over the 5K, 5K oh. distance. I feel the opposite. Like, I'm like, okay, I hit 15. I can do that. So now, like, how fast can I run 10? Sure. Yeah. I feel like, like that's usually like the way you go. Either you want to go faster or you want to go longer. So there's, yeah, they're two very, you know, challenging, fun ways to go. So. Yeah. And I, I will say, um, I don't see myself like training like that, you know, long runs on the weekends, what you guys do when you're getting ready, that's just like, not necessarily that appealing to me, but I, I shout out to power life yoga in Des Moines because I go to power life yoga almost every single day. And it's, I like credit power life with my race training because my legs are super strong. And, um, I like, seriously, that translates, um, I think into at least some of what you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not necessarily going to make me like the fastest runner. Right. Um, but my legs were strong enough in, you know, to do it. And so I don't necessarily see myself ever like putting together a three month training plan to go out and do some long race. But, um, for sure I would keep doing like, I don't know what size distance you would call like a 10 to 15, but, um, anything where I can like be with friends out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's becoming more and more common. You mentioned like yoga, but I think that's becoming more and more common for like long distance athletes to like incorporate into their cross training just to do yoga. Yeah. One guy that, uh, Michael and I have had in the podcast a number of years ago, but he actually grew up in our hometown and now he's like a world-class triathlete, Ben Canute, like his now wife is like a yoga teacher and, and he credits like his progression in the sport, you know, in some part to incorporating yoga into his, his, uh, his training plan. And I know another guy who I follow, Lionel, as triathlete, like he's like, yeah, I took the next step cause I incorporated yoga into my routine. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people credit like, you know, yoga as to kind of building their, 
you know, helping to take them to the next level. So it's not surprising to say yeah. to hear you say that you think yoga played a huge part into. Yeah. Things. And I feel like, yeah, I feel yeah. like on, on, on those lines, like if you're, you know, focusing on one sport or one aspect, if you introduce another different area of fitness in your life, whether it's yoga or Pilates or weightlifting, as long as you're doing it safely and not injuring yourself, it's, it can only help. Right. I mean, I, I don't, I don't see a scenario where it's going to hurt you. Okay. I, I totally view running as like that supplementary. So like I lift weights a lot in yoga, you know, do all of that, play a lot of rec sports. Running is just like another supplementary sport to me. So yeah, it's kind of like the opposite. Yeah. And I, and I love that because I feel like, you know, Michael and I, we, we talk, we talk about ultra running a lot and like, it's fun to like hear somebody else it's like yeah i like running i had a great time and i'd we would do it again but also it's like it's not like the thing that's like you know driving me on the weekends like i like to go to yoga and it's one thing right. i do that's like you know that is on the side of that so um i think it's fun i think it's that's most people who like who run it's not like their everyday thing it's like something they, they do on top of you know everything else so that's why i think it was michael and i were excited to obviously we're you know we're, we're good friends and everything and you ran the race and you're super excited to talk about the race but it's a good to get like the other side of like okay, ultra runners are fucking weird. Like, why the fuck do you run so far? Like, let's talk to normal people who like have like normal <laughs> goals and like, you know, do like normal things with their lives. So instead of going on, you know, 30 mile train runs in the weekends and like don't get to see their friends and family, let's hear the other side of it. So um, you guys have totally jaded me though, right? Because I was like, oh, well I'm running 15 miles, but I'm only doing 15 and my friends are doing 30, 31. And so many people are like, what yeah 15's a lot and your friends are crazy yeah they're stupid. no me, correct. i was like oh I, i'm just like only doing 15 they're the ones doing 31 <laughs> and i was like oh that's not like the longest distance they've run and people were like what and yeah yeah i feel like i've just like hear you guys enough that to me it it's so funny it's so true yeah it, be it's it becomes like uh it becomes just familiar you know, you surround yeah. yourself with people who do these stupid things <laughs> and like you surround yourself with people who run these, you know, hundreds and fifties and 50 K's and stuff that it just becomes like normal to, to, to an extent. Like, so for like, I'm sure our families, also in your family and my family and even like Hillary's family talking about these runs. Now it's just like, oh, that's just something that he does. But I think I talked about it a few weeks ago. I started a new role at work with new people and I haven't yet brought the up the fact that we do this stupid stuff. And I'm not that I'm not looking forward to it, but it's like now there's this, you know, eight other people that I work with, work with on a weekly basis or, or more that uh, I have to explain this to again. Yeah, when it comes out, yeah, the, the whole like explaining is kind of like that weird thing. And you kind of yeah. like, well, shit, am I being like, like an asshole? Do I sound like I'm trying? I'm like, I'm like bragging. I don't really want to be talking about this either. Like, let's just end this conversation and move on. Exactly. Like, How about the weather? Exactly. Let's talk about something different. Exactly. Uh, That's when we bring up Candace's 200 milers. Be like, well, I didn't do this though. I'm not. I'm not that crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, officer. It was. It was just. It was just. It was just coke. It wasn't meth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's a. That's a great point. You're good to go. Anyways, now we're starting to get off the, <laughs> off the rails. But I know it's getting getting late. I'm sure Nikki has some some other evening plans that she probably wants to get to. But yeah. any other questions for for Nikki Michael before we let her go and enjoy just, the rest of her night? Just one more. What's what's next? Is that your way of asking yeah. if she's running a hundred miler with you, Michael? Oh, I don't know. You never know. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> I'm not doing kidding. that. Kidding. Um, <laughs> but you are on ultra sign up. You did admit that. Yeah. Well, I would love 
what i would love to figure out something for us to like do together that would be complimentary either to like everyone and not just the three of us obviously but like yeah group hillary did a ragnar right like yep um and like a ragnar trail would be i feel like that's something where uh so hillary doesn't i mean she can run she doesn't actively run she's ran a half marathon but she just likes to go to yoga and likes to go to sculpt classes that's what she does but i think if um if a group was getting together to do like a ragnar trail race she absolutely would participate and i think we could get a group of people to do it without a problem and it'd be like one of those it'd be more social than like when you're in the vans and split up right. and you're like there in camp and it'd you're hanging less, out and then one person runs. Too. right yeah right i just like something fun like that um i mean i would totally crew if one of you would do that uh what like four miles every hour until the last person's standing oh, like, like I want backyard style to- I'm not doing that stuff, but like, I want one of you to do it. Cause I just want to win. <laughs> There's um, one in Iowa later this summer, I think. Yeah. I saw that. It's new at the broken anvil. Yeah. Um, mm. so we'll see. I actually, like after this episode, we need to talk about that. Michael, we can, Nikki can be a part of it too. So she can be, a, but uh, anyways, I, that re- reminded me of something. Sorry. Go ahead, Nikki. No. Uh, so, so I think just like something fun. I don't think I'm, I don't think, for me, like running a race alone, 15 miles trail race, kind of like checked a box, maybe. Um, not that I had that box, but now I do. And it's checked. Um, so like, what is like something different and fun? Um, I also, there was this triathlon a couple of years ago that was kayak, not swimming. Ooh. I'm not going to um, but it was a kayak. And so it made me kind of start looking like, okay, like a paddle try. Yeah. Um, I like cool. I, there's a lot, not a lot. There's some on the coast. There's nothing around here, but like if there ever was, that would be awesome. Um, I love kayak paddleboard, etc. So I'd be totally down for that. Um, and then otherwise I think I'm just gonna, you know, spend the summer watching the White Sox have a better record than the Cubs. Oh, damn. I had to throw that in there. Cubs lost tonight, oh, by the way. They got blank again. <laughs> now we're not going to release this. What a shame. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that will that will be fun. Are you gonna try to make it out for a game at all? Yeah, for sure. Uh, at cool. least one. Um, I'll let you know. Yeah, please do. Please do. <laughs> yeah. All right, Michael. Cool. But, uh, anything else for Nikki? Otherwise, we can say thank you very much for being on the episode. Thank if you, you want to hang around for for a few minutes after we we hang up, that'd be awesome. But otherwise, uh, we appreciate it. Congratulations again, running fifteen point mm-hmm. six miles in the in the middle of the woods. Super stoked! You had a great time. Um, and I'll leave it to Michael to sign us off. I think we're we're good to go again thanks for everybody for listening we appreciate it you can find us on all socials at Chiwapod. he's at michael olson 92 on twitter and at michael olson 515 on instagram i'm at michael stanford for both nikki if people want to reach out to you how can they do that or you don't oh, have to give it out that's a great question i think i'm nikki m 2013 on twitter uh, that's that's all I know off the top of my head. <laughs> that's okay. We didn't really we didn't give you any any warning to have that information ready, so that's yeah. cool. And I was not expecting to sign us off either, so I just kind of went with what <laughs> I thought I should do. Yeah. Well, thanks everyone for listening. We will catch you next week. See ya.